0: If it is something outside of your control, you need to let go of it. It is something in your control, under your authority, because I feel like moms feel like everything, everything has to be controlled, but there is nothing more frustrating than feeling responsible for something you have no authority or control over. So they'll live in a constant state of chaos.
1: This is fun. Yeah. Here yes. we are, yeah. here, here we are again. And what I love is seeing the comments and the questions and the interactions that we're getting from the yeah. show already. You yeah. get, like, guess what? what, just
2: yesterday, A 70-year-old leader who is really well known in the body of Christ texted me and said, "I absolutely love you and your children sitting around the table talking about family issues." That's very cool. It really was.
0: And I don't know if you saw, I had done a, uh, I got tagged in a story. Somebody I absolutely love, Felicia Masonheimer. She's brushing her teeth, listening (laughs) to you talk to Addison about how wise your husband (laughs) and why would you rob your children of all of that input. So it was really cool.
3: Yeah, it's clear that this is really needed, and I love that we get to do this with you guys. Because I feel like treasure hunters in some way, Mm. just kind of getting all of the gold. And we feel like it's a chance to redeem all our mistakes. (laughs) Don't do that.
0: But before
2: we get into today, I gotta gotta say something. Oh no. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Sophia FaceTimed me two days ago and said, "G'day." So Sophia's one year old. Wait, wait, no. wait, wait hold on. I mean, I mean Scarlett, okay.
1: Scarlett, Scarlett, hold on. Wait, wow.
0: Like family secret. Right. Sorry, I
1: used to get like three suggest. boys' names before oh, I got yours You right. still do I sometimes. Okay, God. so it wasn't That's Sophia, what happens when you it was Scarlett, it was Scarlett. I
3: was like, my 11-year-old? A. I was like, oh I was
1: Sophia <laughs> totally could speak very clearly. <laughs> and I was like, so, gee, Dad, I've
3: never seen.
2: But my one-year-old granddaughter, Scarlett. FaceTime, you should go, G-dap, G-dap. And I was like, oh my gosh. Wait,
1: what, how many days ago was that? That was two days ago. Okay, so yeah. a week ago, she was calling me uncle. I'm not trying oh, wow, to warm up you, but I'm just, wow,
2: wow. Yeah. I'm just
1: saying. Yeah. It yeah. did happen.
2: i didn't it yeah. no. out of 100%. my- 100%. I, Ask I mean, Austin
1: not to
0: the last two uh, days. I, I, Addison, you I've just- i I'm getting G-mama. I'm getting G-maw.
1: G-maw. G-ma. That's good. Oh
2: gosh, I thought I was the first beside dad.
1: That's good. So G-pa, was that what it was? G-dap. G-pa. Gita, Gita, yeah. she, G and she we-
2: looked at me. She knew she was saying it to me.
1: Yeah, so wow. I was so happy about I'm
2: it. I'm just glad you know
0: what child it is now. <laughs> yeah, <It's> actually, <laughs> not Sophia.
1: I mean, their names both start with S, so there's that. <laughs>
0: but we are not going to empower this.
1: <laughs> so speaking of S words, yeah. Whoa. Oh, did Whoa. you see that Whoa. segue? Whoa.
0: Yeah. S what words. are
1: we talking about today? Sex. No. No. No, No. 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 I mean- That will, hold on. That will, that will happen.
3: (laughs) I'm just gonna keep going with that. I
1: do have to say this too. This podcast, this show, there's so many things we wanna cover and we're having to remind ourselves, look, this is a a marathon, not a sprint. We're not gonna be able to cover it all in every episode, even though we kind of want to. Like there's so many things that we wanna tackle, but the vision for this show, for this podcast is to eventually have everything available through this podcast and through the show.
0: So what Julie has brought up would come up. So, at, at some exactly. Point. Sex yeah.
1: at some point.
3: Sincere and sex
1: we're, would come up. We're going what to go there. What is the down.
3: S word today though?
1: The S word today is, drum roll. Yeah. And we've had a lot of questions on this. Yeah. Sheltering. Yeah. Sheltering your kids. We've all seen that. We know what it looks like for someone to be sheltered. And so we want to talk about sheltering. Is this a good thing? Is this a bad thing? Should we shelter our kids? Should we not shelter our kids?
3: Actually, we had a question come in and they asked, how do you protect your kids in Mm. this time without sheltering them? Mm. I don't know that you can, (laughs) that's it. Well, and let's talk about the opposite of sheltering Mm -hmm.
0: is imprisoning.
1: So wait, you're saying yeah. that as in sheltering is a good thing because the way I've heard sheltering is a bad thing. Like oh, you're the, shelter sheltered, kids, yes, yeah, the sheltered yes. kids. Yeah, the shelter kids—they have no context for reality. Mm-hmm. So they get out into the world and they're clueless. They're innocent, but not like doves. They're innocent, like okay. they're just not prepared for what life's going to throw at them.
3: Yeah.
0: So and I've, that
1: was what I equated uh, with, with homeschool sheltered. kids. Yeah. To be honest, like kids who are homeschooled. And now that your kids were, are
0: homeschooled, and, have and a I swore advantage. I
1: would never. <laughs> never homeschool right my I kids <laughs> and we've we've started homeschooling our kids so that's that's another side because of, because
3: why because it, it well because we felt like the lord was asking us to but he was season. having you create a, a shelter, shelter for shelter. them
0: yeah where you could educate them mm-hmm. so we don't shelter them, them to hide them we shelter them to prepare them prepare them prepare yeah. them and empower them
1: and before we get any farther i just yeah. want to rem- tell y'all, we talked about this before the show started, but I want to remind you that what the tweak of the week is. Oh, we don't so, know what it is. No, I, I'm, I'm, yeah, I thought we told, we didn't talk about this before no. the show started. No, no. We Maybe I should just keep it to myself no. that way when you do it, I can Come just on, call you up. out with it. Tweak of the week. If you touch your face at any point during the episode, no one's wearing glasses. You're allowed to adjust glasses, but okay. no one's okay.
0: I'm wearing glasses. Okay. If they you, go
3: up, that's, allowed.
0: that's okay. okay. All right.
1: Thank but you. But if you touch your face then you have to share a tweak of the week. Is, it,
3: is that about hair?
1: If your finger grazes your face while you adjust your hair, then you have to share.
2: Okay, I'm going to Psalm 91. I'm gonna- Okay, let's, go. gonna, let's just dive I'm right gonna, in. I'm gonna let's throw some chaos into this discussion. Of oh, course wow. wow. you are. Mr. Order is
1: gonna throw chaos in the conversation. I love it.
2: Those who live in the shelter of the Most High will find rest in the shadow of the Almighty, mm. okay? Mm. So God shelters us, his children. However, he doesn't imprison us. So is sheltering bad? If you're going to apply it in a different way than this, maybe, but I find that sheltering should be health, uh, healthy, and I would love to discuss that.
3: Well, and I think people, when they say, oh, they're sheltered, what they really mean in the context of today's conversation is they're imprisoned. Like they, we we, we want to redeem shelter.
0: Yes. So we want we
2: want it. We, exactly right. we want to define this because here's what shelter. people do: they swing the pendulum. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if we say sheltering's, but that's why I went on purpose to this scripture. Good. Because I don't want you guys. I don't want you yep. swinging the pendulum and all of a sudden now we're going to be so liberal and 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 help our kids be free so much that now our kids are not being sheltered properly by us the way God shelters us. Mm. Yeah. So let's keep that in mind as we talk about this So what is what pandemic.
1: is a shelter? Like what actually is it?
0: It's a temporary, I love that, temporary yeah. refuge, place mm-hmm. of safety outside of the chaos or storms. Yeah. And so I feel like our homes are to be a Shelter. And another yeah. term for shelter is a sanctuary. Yeah. It is a place where you can go and be safe. You know, the, he's a shelter or that shadow of the almighty. Yeah. So I love that. That is a place. And we only have our children for a short time for us. Just, <laughs> <laughs> but unless we get to do a podcast with them. <laughs> but but we only have a, our kids for a short time. We don't yeah. want to hide them. Yeah. We want to protect them while we empower and prepare them. And I think uh, fear is a horrible counselor. Mm. And so most people say, oh, I'm going to hide my kids away. And what they don't know what they've done is they've actually created a prison dynamic. And so when you create a prison dynamic, not a shelter dynamic,
3: people want to run away. Yeah, that's so true. And you see that. You see that in kids. Even this morning, Addison and I were talking through these notes, and Sophia, our 11-year-old, not the one-and-a-half-year-old. Not the one that FaceTimed you. <laughs> she said yesterday in school they were talking about um, a boy in her class was saying that he, it's like he lives within these walls, and he's just looking for the escape because his parents don't let him do this or hang out with them or watch this.
1: This is an 11-year-old articulating and
3: Sophia this. is saying, it's like there's wolves right outside of the walls, and he's so desperate for an escape, he's just gonna run right into the wolves because that's all he's looking for is the escape.
1: Wow. <laughs> We're like,
3: you know, just asking follow-up questions, asking her about her own life. Like, in what ways do you feel Feels that like way? There's She's wolves. like, well, I don't have a phone, and everyone has a phone. <laughs> We're like, well, not everyone. <laughs> Um, but that idea of like if all they're looking for is an escape you're not even you're not able to recognize that you're being sheltered that oh my parents are doing this for my good as they get more mature as they can no. see what it is that the parents are trying to do for them well even what you just talked about
0: It's a shelter that Sophia can process things safely Mm -hmm. at home with you. And you can have this conversation and you can ask her, well, do you feel like you need to run away? And she's like, well, if I can cash in on this at this moment, (laughs) I would like a phone. So like having those conversations in the safety of home. And I think too many people, they're protecting their kids from interactions that it would be better for them to actually navigate hurt their children through those interactions Mm -hmm. in a safe space
3: it's completely true
1: yeah i was i mean i was reading different things about this and it's amazing sheltered kids have a low in general have a lower sense of self-worth so these are some Wait, of the ramifications. Kids yeah. Or sorry, sorry, in prison. Which one is in prison? No, sorry. In prison. <laughs> well, in prison kids. To
3: that point, what do you think would would be pieces to why that would be?
1: Well, will see. Uh, sorry, I'm working through the connotation, the denotation. Right? Okay. So we're we're having to redefine for me, like even I'm using it here, yeah. shelter yeah. is a bad thing. Yeah. Cuz I grew up. But
0: we're actually representing it as a
1: We're we're changing good that.
2: Thing, yeah. And so so, let me, let me, let me take this a little further. Those who live in the shelter of the most high will find rest in the shadow of the almighty. This I will declare about the Lord. He alone is my refuge, my place of safety. Mm. All right. So I'm going to come back to that. He is my God and I trust him. I'm going to come back to that for he will rescue you from every trap and protect you from the deadly disease. He will cover you with his feathers. He will shelter you with his wings. Now here's where I want to get to. This is verse four of Psalm 91, his faithful promises are your armor and protection. Yeah. Now, number one, he's a refuge. So you yeah. know that I'm. if I'm in a really bad situation, a storm, I can go find a refuge with him now he's our father and we're supposed to be like god with our children yeah so he's a place that i can come to refuge number two because i trust him yeah so now that tells us how important it is to be parents of integrity now the part i wanted to get to his faithful promises are your armor protection i would rather my kids face a really cruel evil world and be able to come back and get a parent's wisdom, yeah, then to keep them from that evil world, and then one day they go out and they get shocked by it. So I believe that what we teach them, the wisdom we impart to them, as they face it. I mean, did Joseph face bad situations? Yeah. In the Bible, sure he did. Did David face horrific situations? Yeah. Did Did Abraham face horrendous? situations. God never said, I want to protect you and keep you away from the world. He said, go out into the world. So if we're commanded to go out in the world, but not be of the world, what better place to learn it than from our parents? How do we balance that though? Because
3: I think that I can hear that as a mandate for myself. Mm -hmm. I don't quite have the ears to hear that as a mandate for my children, because above that in my mind is the call to protect them. Right. So having this like you go out into the world. I mean, even our decision to homeschool. I know a lot of parents now are wrestling through all of the different curriculum that they're going to be introducing right. about sex education and just the continuation yes. of that. And wanting, you know, trying to decipher and understand where is that line of like you're processing those things. You're not mm-hmm. you're not hiding them from it you're
0: processing those conversations with them in a refuge. You know, a couple of days ago, we were all, (laughs) we we experienced a tornado. And normally when there is a tornado, there's a tornado alarm. And I actually looked out the window and I said, that looks like tornado weather, but I didn't hear an alarm. But what does the alarm say? It says, get to a place of refuge, get to a place of safety, get to a place of shelter. And so, I think my kids, I'll just go back to myself. You know, growing up with only one eye, I was made fun of regularly. And my parents sat me down and they said, kids are going to make fun of you in, as long as they know they, they're getting to you. Hmm. And so they said to me, no matter what they call you at school, hold, hold yourself strong and when you come home, you can cry all you want. So I knew that I could bring my pain to a place of safety where people wouldn't actually weaponize my pain against me. Yeah. And I think right now we have children processing things uh, that are you know, very different than the things that you had to process or even yeah. you had to process. Yeah. And if we do not, if we don't expose them, at least to the ideology of it, mm-hmm. then they're going to just all of a sudden say, what have my parents been hiding from me? I didn't know any of this was going on and they won't actually understand what's going on and they won't even have the why, why maybe that's not a good idea for you to change your gender at at 12, 13, 14, 15. You know, like they're not going to have the concept of a safety to be able to talk to their parents about stuff because Mm -hmm. they'll think, oh, my parents don't want me to see this. so I'm not going to bring it home.
2: Yeah. I think as parents, we got to constantly ask ourselves, do we want our kids to face this without us? speaking into their life or with us speaking into their life Mm -hmm. and i find that you know one thing that we always said to the four sons our four sons is we said hey i don't care what it how gory it is how yucky it is you are welcome to bring it up to us yeah don't hide it from us talk to us about it let us be able to share with you what we've learned in life to help you navigate this
3: did that feel like that's what it because for a parent to say something, but then yeah. we have the unique opportunity to be like, "What did you feel like you heard?"
2: Yeah, I love the to child? hear that. Because Addison may say, "I didn't like that." <laughs>
1: yeah, or, I felt or I didn't feel it. I felt like certain things were welcome as far as conversations, and other things weren't as welcomed personally. No, it's okay. And, and it's because they were messy, and we didn't have. Um, context and we didn't have history navigating some of those things. And I think for me, as the first teenager and the trailblazer of the kids entering into adulthood. So
3: your younger brothers might.
1: I think my younger brothers might have a different answer. But for me, there were definitely moments where I'm like, I have to. (laughs) to But but here's the thing. And I think we need to understand this when it comes to the conversation about imprisoning versus sheltering. We as parents, we pray for safety for our kids Mm -hmm. quite possibly too much. Oh. And just like here, 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 no, just here, here where here, I'm going with yeah. this, you like going with it? It? I know, I know we you're make, I think, safety too high of a premium. Sure. Because a part of our formation is understanding bravery, is understanding risk, is understanding what it looks like to navigate the uncertainties of life. Yeah, yeah. And a lot of kids who are sheltered or in prison, right? Using sheltered in the bad sense, not in the good sense. I feel like they're they're communicating a message like we can remove the risk and the adversity of life we can create a controlled environment where you are safe and you are protected from these things instead of viewing that process as a process of preparation like when you're in the shelter you're prepared for the storms right. yeah. like you're taking right. a you have deep what you breath, need right and and you're getting wisdom you're getting counsel you're getting perspective but you're going back out into the storm yeah and even if you look at the lord's prayer We're we're taught to pray, lead me not into temptation or lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. What that really communicates, like when you break it down in the Greek, it means don't deliver me into temptation as my final resting place or as yeah. the as my destination. Yeah. yeah, It's saying you're gonna lead me through it. This yeah. story. I'm that's not tamping in evil. Not, I'm gonna not, go like, through that's it. That's not the yeah. end of my story. There's yeah. something beyond yeah. the temptation or the trial. And so when it comes to sheltering our kids, I think it's about preparing them strategically to know that there is a world of chaos, there is a world of confusion And your responsibility as a child of God is to go into that world and to navigate the mess and to navigate the messiness at every turn. Like That's a part of bringing kingdom order and kingdom beauty into a world that is incredibly disoriented and confused. So that's that's the difference. I mean, we know what happens. I mean, Paul writes about it in Romans 7, the law incites sin. And, and
0: the law would always be attached to
1: fear. And it's and yeah. it's always attached to the how and the what and not necessarily the why. why. I think a lot of kids who feel imprisoned feel like they're denied the why.
3: Right.
0: And Their then,
1: parents is you know, like, you have to trust us. Yeah, you should, you what, just have to trust us.
0: I don't want to lose this thought. What you're saying inadvertently, I think the child hears, my parents think I'm weak. Hmm. And actually not exposing your children to adversity does weaken them. And then they think, my parents think I am ill-equipped, that I am weak, that I'm not smart enough. And that's the opposite of what parents want to actually say to their kids.
1: 100%. I mean, if you look at the cardinal virtues, so these were the virtues coined by by Greek thought when it comes to the flourishing life. You have to embody these four virtues. They all require us to face off with the chaos and the uncertainty of life. And one of the cardinal virtues is courage. Hmm. And so we as parents, we have to be very intentional to create environments where our kids learn courage to an appropriate degree, where they, they grow. And JB to use Biblical language, their faith muscles, where yep. they have to step out outside a comfort zone and see God step in. And we know that the journey of formation is a journey from dependence to independence to interdependence. And I think a lot of people in general get stuck at the phase of independence and never mature to interdependence because they don't understand that part of the journey. And so they get to independence and they're asserting like, I am my own person. I can do this. I am self-sufficient, which is actually quite contrary to the design and the plan that God has for us ultimately, but it is a necessary step in the process of our formation. It's the journey from dependence to independence to interdependence. And so for me, when when I see children who feel in prison, it goes back to what you shared, mom. Yeah. They're trying to prove to yeah, their parents, stronger. like, yeah, I actually am strong. Yeah. I actually am yeah. capable. And if you have dialogue with your kids and tell them, these are, these are the reason, like, these are the things I see in you that are mm-hmm. keeping you from stepping out and being courageous and bold. Like, you have a lack of conviction here. You have a lack of understanding. And you help them understand the why to a yeah. degree that's appropriate to their age. I believe they're going to lean into your process as a parent. Yeah. And they're going to be like, wait a second. My mom and dad, they're forming me and they're forging something in me. And this is a safe place for that to be formed. So yeah. when I do go out, I'm prepared for whatever life throws my way.
3: Yeah. Well, and what you were saying about ultimately you're raising people of the kingdom of God, I believe that is key to parents understanding the why behind this. It's like it's not just so they're, you know, good contributors to society or one day I raise them so they'll take care of me or any like yeah not just feeling like you've done a good job with how much investment children require, like you are doing the work of God in discipling these children, in raising them up and knowing your why. Like in order to communicate your why to kids, you have to know it yourself. So if you're following some formula that you saw on Instagram or you're just blindly doing what you think you're supposed to do, because that is how... So many, maybe all of us enter into parenthood is kind of blindly just thinking like, I just hope I'm doing the right things. And it feels like it's something that you won't, it's like you're cooking and you're tossing all these ingredients in, but you don't get to taste it for a really long time. You're like, I hope, I just hope that it's good. So knowing that the why behind what you're doing requires a lot of intentionality and thought and explaining the why to a three-year-old, and then explaining the why to a seven-year-old, and then explaining the why to a 13-year-old, continuing to explain the why. Yeah, And the why will change. Change.
0: And the why changes.
3: I mean, not the core, but...
1: Would you say the why changes, or would you say your understanding of the why evolves and matures?
0: Oh. Well, why... It's not good for Sophia to have a phone right now, mm-hmm. Okay, it, but it would be good at another time. Yeah. Like, so So uh, that would be an example, but yes, there's mm-hmm. core things that the white would never change. But, um, you know, it, 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 again, I think fear has this lockdown effect on everybody. And right now, so many parents mm-hmm. are afraid. They're afraid they can't protect their children, and I just, I hope what they're hearing is, you can't protect your kids from everything, nor were they actually meant to be protected from everything. No. You can prepare them yes. for everything, yes. and preparing them is where that empowerment is. That's so,
1: actually the theme of the next episode. Yeah. I, I, don't yeah. Want yeah. To I won't go there. Too far ahead won't go the, there. The,
2: the, the thing that I think Lisa is saying that's so true is the error is to focus on the defensive.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: I Mm -hmm. find that a great defense is a phenomenal offense, Right. so why not focus our children to be productive, fruitful, tell them there's a purpose for them being here, tell them we want to train you into that, Mm -hmm. tell them that other children your age or teenagers your age are missing some of the greatest years to prepare themselves, and they'll suffer for it later, but you won't because you have been put in this time now by God, you have what you need right now from God to be able to flourish. And I just I feel like a lot of parenting is is done purely out of the defensive.
3: Mm -hmm. And
2: so that was one thing that Lisa did so well with you guys, is she kept telling you, she kept giving you a vision. It was, where are you going? You're, you're, we're preparing you to be great in this life and, and fruitful in this life. Yes. So, but I think it comes down to a lot of parents don't spend the time in prayer that's needed. Yeah. And there I were, ate, hours, and there were, hours, there were yes. hours that I was outside crying out for you kids and praying for God's protection on your life and trusting God's protection on your life. Cause I'm a dad that's on the road over 180 yeah. days a year. Yeah. I'm protecting God's, you know, and realizing, you know, and I'm getting the revelation from God day by day by day. I think yeah. I said in one of our previous programs, he said, your protection is your, for your children is in your obedience to me. Yeah. Mm. So, but that didn't mean I, I wasn't s- supposed to stop crying out yeah. for you. Yeah. And so I, I believe if you cry for your children in prayer and then you, put them on the offensive, and you train them for what they're going to face, you handle each situation. I think you're, you're preparing children for facing life instead yeah. of them all of a sudden going to university, because 80% of our kids are lost in university. 80%, that's the stat right now, 80% of the kids that go into university as a Christian come out of the university as a non-Christian. That's the stat. At, right some now. of that
3: is the universities. Like well, you're sending them to they, be trained and discipled
0: at yeah. a place. I,
1: I agree with you, Dad. Yeah. I think I think largely they were in prison. Democracy
0: even becomes a problem at the Christian universe. Oh, I, sure. I, yeah.
1: I yeah, I definitely agree with that. Yeah. But I love I love what you're sharing. And I think it's also really important for us to remember, and I love this about you, Dad. Like you went to war in prayer especially when you didn't know what to do or you were gone and you weren't able to be as involved you went to war in prayer and something that I find so much comfort in and this is something that I think we're going to return to again and again and again in this podcast right. is God does a perfect work through imperfect parents. Yeah. yeah. And I believe like when we pray and we intercede God comes in and he works in those moments mm-hmm. of maybe where we're, we're not where we would want to be because we're working or we're traveling or we're not there in that moment of vulnerability when our kid is navigating X, Y, or Z in whatever setting. We're not going to be
3: there for every single moment. And
1: we should, and frankly, we we shouldn't be. It would be problematic if we were, but what you're saying, Dad, that prayer, there's just something about prayer that unites hearts. But then the the other
2: aspect that everybody needs to remember is it's a spirit-led life. Okay, so let's go back to the fact that God makes it an individualistic walk. Mm -hmm. That the Spirit of God, our being led by the Spirit, makes our lives all different and unique. So when it comes to our children, we have to be Spirit-led. There will be times, most of the times, that we're going to give you the why as parents. But there will be times that we know in here... Yeah. I'm not supposed to give the why right now, and I'm not going to give the why. Yeah. Now, the question becomes now, is the child going to be the leader or the parent? Is the child going to wear the parent down so much asking for the why that the parent yields to it? Because I remember at one point I gave one of our sons, I said, look, I'll make a deal with you. Here's a prophet that God tells to go prophesy to a king and go back a different way and don't eat anything on the whole journey. Was and that you? if you don't do it, <laughs> I
3: was like, I would be shocked if it oh, was, it was
2: definitely if, me. If, if you don't, if you don't do it, you don't do it. No, no, no you doubt. He's
1: do no okay. just
2: a why child. So. <laughs> yeah. God, and and, and God, doesn't, God doesn't, tell him,
1: lie, right? good doesn't tell him why, right? a good
2: thing. The guy doesn't do it and a lion kills him. Yeah. That judgment comes immediately on this prophet. It always And, then, and then the prophet yeah. that then,
1: tricked him has him buried with yeah, him and yeah, his family. Yeah, yeah. It's, I know, it's such I know, but let's I really I, feel like, like, like the
0: prophet but, that tricked him should have gotten but, eaten but, by but the light. That's real, how I feel about there's it. There's a
2: real important point I'm Your making deception. here, guys. God is the one that tells us, if any of you lack wisdom, ask of me. In other words, if you lack the why, ask me, and I'll give it to you. James 1. But here's the same father, God, who tells this prophet and doesn't give him the why— And doesn't give us the why. And I told that son, you, I said, the day you can tell me the why behind that is the day I'll tell you the why by what you're doing. Now, there was a real reason I was doing that. Because Addison said to me, (laughs) I am a millennial. We need to know the why. And I I knew in my spirit it was coming from a wrong place. And I knew in my spirit that I had to stay the leader here. And that's
1: why I did that with him. So I'm saying this for for this very reason. But Can I I jump in now? Because I feel like we need to punctuate something that's really important for people to do. Absolutely what Mom was getting that at was right there. The accepted, it's the exception. It's it, the exception. It is an exception. Exactly. Well, in, yeah. in the, in the, I, exactly, that's in the yes. biblical narrative, it is an exception. Is totally that's why exception. That's why it's yes, so interesting. It's not an anomaly. A lot of those. Yes. But the reason why And there's why, a
3: foundation that's of trust.
0: Correct. Because
1: and there are times, there are times when you yeah. cannot articulate the why to your kids. And or I feel like. You don't have like time to. Time. Or, time. Or, or a Let me give another example.
2: Let me give you another example. Okay. i tell you why. Well, Uzziah <laughs> goes into the to the temple of the Lord and becomes a leprosy because he violates right. David goes yeah. in the temple yeah. of the Lord, eats the bread, which wasn't lawful for him to do, but only the priests, and God justifies him through Jesus. Yeah, but- yeah, there, right. I think there's a Sorry. why there, though. No no no, 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 that. no, 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 So Saul saying, comes in and kills all What I'm saying is, what I wanna make sure everybody gets out of this is there is a spirit-led aspect of parenting. Yeah, that's yes. so good. It's so important. And it's so important that we understand that when there's something in our spirit as parents, if we truly love our children. If we don't love our children, yeah. you can't trust your what you're feeling. Yeah, that's true. But if you truly this love your This isn't the chi- podcast for you. <laughs> if you truly love your children and you're feeling like right now they really want to know the why, but I, I'm feeling I'm not supposed to give it to them. Don't let them it's be the an leader. Exception. You be,
1: and it's an, an exception.
2: Exception. Because here's the, the thing: one. your That's
1: responsibility good. as a parent is not to provoke your children. We're talking about this right. earlier. Right. six, Colossians the three. Right. One of the ways the that we, as parents, provoke our kids
0: is not giving them is
1: them. not explaining and not discipling and training them, but just saying Correct. because I said so. Correct. Now, don't get me wrong. As a dad, there are times when I look at my kids and I yeah. say, I cannot explain this to you right now. I need you, you need to, trust to trust my, my character. Kids know, Exception. My kids know when I say Exception. that, they know dad means it. Yeah. Because I spend the time with them, the right. majority of the time sitting down and helping them understand why I'm telling them to do something because my goal is for them to be in whatever right. situation they find yeah. themselves in, being able to understand the heart behind the what. Yeah. Because most people, just understand the what, and then they manipulate the what in order to get what they want. The Pharisees were very good at that. They they could manipulate the law because they wanted a different why than what the law was all about. So for for us as parents, we have to be very careful, in my opinion, very careful, but we also need to be Spirit-led. And I love what you shared. Romans 8, those who are led by the Spirit of God are the sons and daughters of God. I would say that those who are led by the Spirit of God are those who raise sons and daughters of God.
0: Very
3: good. Yeah.
2: I love outstanding, that. outstanding
1: what you just said. So it's a, it's a connection. And please remember everybody around this
2: table. I'm the one that actually said, God is the one that says, if you don't know the why, ask me and I'll tell yes. you, yeah. and I'll give it to you liberally. So I, I do understand what I just said is an exception, but I said it on purpose because of the spirit-led good, aspect Dan. of parenting is so, so important. So
1: we are out of time and I wanna... So uh, we need to do one yeah. thing okay. before we close, yeah. one yeah. thing. You. I'm came up, my
0: face. No, you did. You came did. up.
1: No, you came up with some things. <laughs> yeah. Some differences yes. between what love does and what fear does. Yeah. Talk about this idea of Ooh. sheltering versus imprisoning. I can't believe I, we. I would like. To this yet. I would like to run through these because this is very tangible. Okay. And what I want people to listen to. We as a gauge, yeah, as they
0: can gauge what, how they're operating. And here's at home. the thing,
1: too. I know for me, as a as a parent, as I'm engaging with this conversation, I so I'm speaking. I'm also listening. It's not all or nothing like there are probably some areas as parents where we're leaning more toward imprisoning and maybe some other areas where we're leaning more toward sheltering
0: well and it would be with every child and different circumstances exactly
1: and some kids
0: need a prison
1: Listen. So there are, there are times. There are times when people are put into prison. It's for. It's for a reason. It's <laughs> called so, being
0: grounded. So <laughs>
1: why don't you? Because I love this. You came up yeah. with this. Why yes. don't you list out some of these differences?
0: Yeah. And again, we want to like redefine shelter. So we're thinking of shelter as a positive place of sanctuary and safety. So yes. Love shelters. Fear in prisons. Mm-hmm. Fear puts things, people, and situations on lockdown. There's yeah. no why, there's There's cut dry. Uh, so love, uh, love makes shelter a place of safety. It's a place of growth. So you cannot grow without making mistakes. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's a place of growth, but fear is a place of captivity. It's a place of you are bound to your past mistakes. I remember growing up with always hearing, I'll believe you're sorry when you stop it, which is like, I need to actually be empowered to stop it by feeling like I have, you believe that I can grow. Uh, Love is a place of creativity. And fear is a place of chaos. Yeah. And so we, you know, we, when you have households of chaos, it does not breed creativity. Oh, yeah. actually, the opposite of growth
1: was loss. I love that. Loss. One. Yes. Because it's, it's yes. loss oriented. Yeah. Fear is loss Scarcity. oriented. It's not yes. growth oriented. That's fear. so good. Yeah, yeah. It goes
3: back yeah. to fear. And yeah. that place of chaos, because I think of the, moms specifically who are just in survival mode. Yeah. And so their life does feel chaotic. Right. So what are some ways where they can create a place if they're hearing this and they're like I do live in a place of chaos, not a place of creativity, but I don't know how to change it. I'm doing this alone or I have, you know, children with severe learning disabilities. You know, mm-hmm. or just situations that it's like mind-boggling to even, you know, I, your I'm heart thinking just- swells immediately of general rocks comment about
0: controlling the controllables. If it is yeah. something outside of your control, you need to let go of it. Yeah. It is something in your control under your authority. Cause I feel like moms feel like everything, everything has to be controlled, but there is nothing more frustrating than feeling responsible for something you have no authority Ooh, or good. control over. So yeah. they'll live in a constant state of chaos. That's so good, I think that that can kind of change it. Like yeah. step back. You don't have to try fold the underwear, but they do. They do need. They do need life lessons, and they need a peaceful and joyful mother Absolutely. who has to be staying yes. in the spirit, who's enjoying her husband, enjoying her children, not yeah. surviving them.
3: which yeah, so good.
0: Was hard. Okay, love is a place of refinement. Mm. Refinement. So the gifting on your life in your household is refined. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean it's. Uh, it doesn't get critiqued. But it's refined, it. And then, if in a world of imprisonment, in a, in a world of uh, fear, it is confinement. Yeah. So you're not going to ever refine something that doesn't come in contact with something else. It says that iron sharpens iron and so yeah it has yeah there's something. there's friction there's yeah. there's little sparks going on yeah. and it's interesting though it needs to be like metal yeah because wow. iron will shred aluminum so you want to have like metals but there'll be disagreement but it will actually have this ability to refine and hone
3: you i Well, i wanted to pause right there because yeah. we were talking to a couple who has a four month old last night yeah. about the way you bring a child into your world yes you are not entering yes. their world yes And I said, it shouldn't change your whole life. And then I was like, but it does refine your life. Yes. So I think for parents, yes, to start the relationship with their children from the very beginning of you are welcome. There will be a refining of our time, of our priorities, but you don't get to confine us to your schedule and your feedings and your sleeping. Like, no, you're welcome here and we're all going to go through a refinement. But I, I just feel like something mentally, if you start your relationship with your kids feeling confined by them.
1: It's almost like you resent them. Yes. Yeah.
3: I remember, thank God for this book I read when I was
0: pregnant with Addison. It was called Dr. Turtle's Babies. And they said, your child actually will have a sense of peace when it knows that you are in control. Like they don't yeah. have to scream to get you to feed them. You're going to come every 3 hours or every whatever your schedule is, every 4 hours and you're going to wake that child up and there's going to be regularity and ritual. Yes. Like there's baths at night and there's this going on yeah. and it actually really create rituals actually create creativity. Yeah, that was so, that was foundational yeah. to It
1: was. Yeah. all of our kids. Too. Yeah. yeah, it really was. Okay, mom, what's the last one?
0: Well, it's a place of instruction. Yeah. So when we are sheltering our children, we are instructing them. But fear is a place of destruction. And I'm gonna
1: I'm gonna stop you there because I know you wanna keep talking about that. And that's actually the theme of the next episode. Love but before so we much. do that, can you recap? Can you run through those again? Yeah, I wanna make so, sure everyone got that. So
0: we're gonna do love first, love Kay. Love it's, it's a shelter, it's a refuge, it's a place of safety, growth, creativity, refinement, and instruction. But a household that is centered around fear will end up imprisoning. It's a place of captivity, loss, chaos, confinement, and
1: destruction. Man, Dad, did you have anything that you wanted to share before we close? I feel no, like there was I, something.
2: No, I'm. I love this. I'm so glad we took the time. To, actually, this could have been a whole program, and it's its own. What you just shared. I do want to say that, um, guys, we are committed for your for your growth, your family's growth, and I just want to encourage everyone to really go through the marriage course and the other courses that we have on Messenger X. Yeah, moms uh, of men. Yeah, moms of men. We've got a lot of tools to really help people
1: to go further and deeper. Yeah. And we're gonna have a we do have a YouTube channel, which is really exciting. We already have about a thousand people subscribed, engaging with the content, and we're gonna put all of this there and I we're going to add a bunch of other content we're going to get other family members involved experts we're really excited about that so stay tuned it's going to be an amazing journey
3: wait addison yeah
1: oh yes who we have a tweak don't we who
3: lost the tweak of the week
1: listen i was going to let y'all touchers. get away with it it was really between you two but i'm going to have to give the crown to mama lisa oh, over great. 30 times word from the producers over 30 times mom you touched your face. We're gonna
0: start. Yeah. It face is a
1: beautiful toucher. face, Mom. I just like, want you to know that. A
0: face. <laughs> okay, so. So
1: tweak of the week.
0: Okay, so I don't have to drink water or anything no, this don't time. You do no, You can touch okay. your face
1: too while you share it because you're already. Doing
0: all right, it. all right, that works. Well, I'll tell you the tweak of my week. Um, last weekend, I did a lot of traveling. We had gone away and celebrated anniversary, and I did a lot of 40 traveling. Years. Forty Congratulations. years. Congratulations. Forty you. years. Cheers. And I found out you cannot drink Spark at Seven o'clock at night and expect to go to bed at nine thirty. You you yeah. just can't. So um,
1: just so people understand what Spark is, Spark
0: is, is like a, a it's
1: magic. You should it's you, know, magic. It's, you should it's, not, it's not be an it. it's, it's, it's an energy drink. It's a beach. It's powder. No, it's got a and, bunch of junk in no, it. No. how That's did not you not true? know you mean, can't no. drink As that at seven p.m. at I night? I
0: usually drink half, but I was really tired and I wanted to be my best. And at two thirty. You I were still realized were why still I wasn't falling asleep. Yes, well, yeah. So half, half a little thing of a spark going forward.
1: Well, there we go. Yeah,
0: and it's amino acids and B twelve. So that's like encouraging yeah. mom's not to drink coffee at night. Don't drink coffee at night. Don't do Red Bull. Ever. So you can
1: give your best the next yes. day. So you don't imprison yes. your kids, but you shelter them.
0: <laughs> yes, you you have <laughs> to have full shelter. full circle strategy. That's
1: a wrap. But before we go, I want to encourage the people listening, please share, review. We want to hear from you. We've gotten a lot of great feedback from people. We're going to be answering questions on the show. And as we keep saying, this isn't a sprint. It's a marathon. So if we haven't covered your questions, we're the topics, to. we're going to get there. And we want committed. to hear them. Yeah. We we want to hear them. We're committed well, to doing we'll make this up for the long we topics if you haul. don't send
3: something.
0: Yes, yes. Like We're
1: going to do this together for a very long time long time we're right. committed to doing this so we want to hear from you
3: papa jb can you close, can you close us, us out, out? in I, prayer pray that their homes would be a place of sanctuary yeah, shelter
1: dad can on? you specifically pray because i feel like you walk in this grace for mm. people to live in a way that's in tune with the spirit of god you got baby. i, I yeah. would i would love that yes can you absolutely. pray into that
2: heavenly father we come before your throne and lord All of us, everyone listening on this podcast, no matter if it's a single mom in our living room or if it's a couple that are listening to it together that have teenagers and are feeling like they're at the end of their rope, Lord, we are asking that you would lead your children by your Spirit. This is your desire, yes. but what I'm really asking is that your children would be sensitive to the leading of the Spirit of God inside their hearts. You bear witness with our spirit. That is how you lead us, by that witness. And I'm asking that you would train these parents and these young people to be sensitive to the Spirit of the living God who lives on the inside of them. Father, the most important thing that we have to do is keep our consciences clear so that we can hear that witness clearly. I ask that we would guard our hearts, our consciences, so that we can hear your voice in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Amen.
1: Guys, thank you so much for tuning in this week for At Home with the Beveers. We are so excited for the next episode that will be coming out bi-weekly. So it won't be coming out next week, but the week after. So make sure to be on the lookout. And... If you want, you can go right ahead and of course, subscribe. If you subscribe to this podcast, then you will make sure to get the new episodes whenever they release. Also, we loved hearing the feedback from people already. You can go right ahead and leave a review that is very important to this brand new podcast episode to leave reviews right out the gate. And if you have any questions, you can leave them within the review, questions that maybe you want us to go over and cover during the podcast, or you can always email us at mail at messengerinternational.org. Again, my name is Alec Bevere, and it was such an honor being with you guys here on the podcast, where we want to help you create a legacy, starting at home.